Welcome to this week's episode of Thrive, your agency resource. I'm here with Drew McClellan, a marketing agency owner himself and owner of the consultancy Agency Management Institute, which is where all of you probably know him from. Um, he's actually been described as helping clients create authentic love affairs with their customers, which for me, that's one of the best descriptions I've ever come across. Uh, so Drew, welcome to the show. I'm really glad that we're finally able to connect. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to have the conversation. So um, let's just put it out on the table. Many agency leaders, uh, from your perspective, from my perspective of what we do, these agency leaders are coming from a place and operating from a place of a lot of fear right now questioning the sectors that they work in, questioning their own business models, and even maybe their leadership capacity. So what are you seeing uh, from a granular perspective with your agency clients? Yeah, um, uh, people are freaking out. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think that's, that's the way. The I only way to it. put it. <laughs> yeah. And um, here's, here's sort of the start of every conversation I've been having with agency owners. And like you, I've been having them pretty much from 7 a.m. to midnight for the last couple of weeks. Um, we have to remember that we've done this before. It looks different because there's the health element to it and there's the working from home element to it. So that makes it weirder and, and it feels more intense. Mm -hmm. uh, and we're also trying to work around our children and our pets and all the other stuff, which also adds to the stress of all of this, right? Absolutely. Um, but the reality is if you've been an agency owner for any length of time, you 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 and your agency survived 9-11, you survived you survived the 0708 recession. And so the truth of the matter is, we have to expect as business owners that every eight to 10 years, whether it's just a financial crisis like a recession, or it is some sort of external crisis like 9-11 or the virus, that we have to be ready to weather this. And we have been ready to weather this um, in the past and our job as leaders. Our number one job as leaders, we have to think of ourselves as sort of the captains of a ship. Yeah. And right now our ship is in the middle of a huge storm. Uh, our job is to get the ship back to calm waters. There is an end in sight to this. This is not gonna last a year. It's not gonna last two years. Um, I've been, I was taking to you before we hit the record button, I've been chatting with agency owners in Asia and they're already back to work. They're already back in restaurants. They're already back meeting clients face to face. And they're about two and a half months ahead of us in, in this experience. And so part of this is we have to, uh, as hard as it is, remain calm. We have to be confident and we need to be compassionate. Those are, that's what's being asked of us right now by our employees and by our clients. And so that's where we have to come from. But I get that I get that we're all afraid. And for many, I was saying to you, for some agency owners, they're actually busier than they were before because of the sectors they serve. Or like my PR agencies are crazy busy right yeah, now with same. crisis communications. But I've also had agencies that have had 50% of their AGI walk out the door. And so you also understand that you are probably, if you're listening, in the middle, you're probably not on either extreme, but you need to plan like you may get to either extreme. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know, the other thing that you bring up is that you're pretty confident that there's going to be a resurgence of the pandemic just based on what you're seeing with some of the, the clients and the agency owners in Asia. So if we know that we need to plan for this from uh, a financial perspective, from a positioning perspective, what are those best practices that we should have really all been following all along? Yeah, so I, I think um, 
one of the one of the truths that this uh, crisis has revealed is which agencies have already been running a pretty solid ship. And so what that means is, depending on your client mix, so if you have a gorilla client that's worth more than 25% of your total AGI, then you need to have four months of operating expenses in the bank. So operating expenses, all your loaded salaries and all your overhead costs. If you are an agency where your clients are more scattered evenly and you don't have anybody that's more than 20% of your business, yeah. then you can get by with two or three months. So now is probably not the time for most agencies to be stockpiling money away. But when we come out of this, one of the first things they should all be doing is put it, starting to earmark money to have as a safety net. Yeah. Um, many agency owners rely on a line of credit as a safety net and are now feeling like that's inadequate. Um, and that's because you need to have both. Right. Um, so I think some of the other things that we need to be doing are A, if you do have a gorilla, the reality is for many agencies right now, what they're going through is no different than if their biggest client fired them today, right? It's just, we have the health stuff and the other things that make it scarier, but financially from our agency management point of view, it's exactly the same as if you lost your biggest client for a lot mm -hmm. of folks. Mm -hmm. So part of it is having a plan, a regular active biz dev plan that allows you to, if you have a gorilla, offset that gorilla as quickly as possible. Mm -hmm. uh, it is about having, right now, it's about having lots of conversations with clients. I have a lot of agencies who have said to me, you know what, we haven't been able to get the attention of the CEO for the last two years. And now all of a sudden, they're, they want to talk to us. Right. And so we should be making the most of those conversations. We should be, I think it's really easy to be a great partner when money is flowing and everything's awesome. Right. I think it is really telling if we can be a good partner in this moment in time. And so that may mean telling your client to stop doing something that they're paying you to do because it's really not in their best interest. Right. It is about helping them figure out how are they messaging this to their internal audiences, to their clients. So helping them pivot what they're doing. Um, and the resurgence, just for clarity, A, not a scientist, um, but what I'm hearing from Asia is that they are all back, they were all back at it. And then they started letting people come back into the country right. and outsiders were bringing the virus back in. So they had a, they had a slight resurgence of active cases, which they were able to, they're, they're confident they'll be able to tamp down in a week or two, but all of a sudden they're back working from home for a week. And, and so we have to be ready for that too, that right. this may not be a one and done for us. Right. For sure. Um, and there's also kind of this thing that you talk about a lot, which is, you know, there is this reality of, um, something like this, some anomaly that happens oh, pretty much every 10 years, you can you yeah. know, almost bet on it. Right. Um, and we can't really plan our businesses around that or, or change them from that perspective. First of all, we don't know what those 10 year glitz, you know, glitches are going to be. Right. Um, but it's not something where you like necessarily need to completely pivot or completely rethink everything every 10 years. It's, it's so from your perspective, it's more about staying the course. Yeah. You know, that, that's the equivalent of saying, you know, um, the grocery store is closed on Christmas Day, so I need to find another place to get groceries all year long because they're closed on the day. Right, right. So that's a good analogy. <laughs> we, we, for agencies that have positioned themselves or niched themselves in a certain way that maybe now is being uh, adversely affected 
uh, by this. That doesn't mean that's not the right thing for your business to do. For nine and a half years, it's been a very lucrative, smart thing to do. And if you had built the safety net, it, you would have been able to weather this, let's call it six month decline, mm -hmm. right? Or recession, whatever we're heading into. Mm -hmm. um, and then you'd come back out and you'd keep doing what you're really good at. So I'm a firm believer in we should we should still be selling from a position of expertise and authority. And for many of us, that's around a niche or an audience or some sort of solution that we provide for all our clients. And, and this shouldn't stray you away from that. Yeah. Yeah, no, we're definitely aligned in that, uh, that thinking as well. And it, again, a lot of this is coming up because there are so many agency owners who are, again, going back to what I, how I started the conversation, they're just so fearful and starting to yeah. question like if nonprofit or education or all of these other sectors are the area of my specialization for all the reasons that positioning should be in place. Um, I'm questioning whether that's even the place that I should be in because what's going to happen to those sectors as, you know, yes, kids come back to school. Maybe they're not doing online learning uh, as much in the future. Um, nonprofits, you know, they're looking at marketing as like an expense versus something that's really critical to their mission, right? So the, there's this mindset that really, you know, I think what you're saying is we do have to be really clear that if we positioned ourselves the right way, there was a reason for that. Right. And we do need to put those other best practices in place from a financial standpoint so that we can weather things. Well, and the reality is the generalists are having as much trouble as the specialists right now. Mm -hmm. there, is, there is no industry that is safe from a pandemic. Right. So, um, you know, there are some industries that are perhaps more recession proof than others, but there, there is no, there is no island where you can stand and know that you, there, no storm will ever get to that island. That's, that's just not realistic. Right. But, but the reality is the specialist agencies, the niche agencies, the agencies that are known as an expert in something, when we come out of this, they're going to be the ones who clients are seeking because clients are going to be hungry to make up what they've lost. Everybody is going to be chomping at the bit. And again, they're already seeing this in Asia that people are saying, yes, I paused for three months, but now we got to go, go, go. Right. And so if somebody doesn't already have an agency relationship and they're looking to really boost and come out of the gate strong, they're not going to pick a generalist. They're going to pick somebody who understands their industry or their audience or whatever it is your specialty is. So yeah. just, just be bold and proud about who you are and what you are and know that this is just the reality. This is the lousy side of owning a business, right? Yeah. And, and, but the good news is we enjoy nine and a half or more years of the good side of it. So it's, I, in my opinion, it's still a whole lot better than being an employee. Yeah. Oh, well, absolutely. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, and I know that you actually pretty generously put together some resources for agencies, uh, particularly um, around COVID. And just let us know a little bit about how we can access those and uh, what we can expect from those resources. Yeah. So um, I have been sending out like emails constantly to like our own members and things like that. And finally, I thought this is a, I'm killing them with email, but B, I need to have a resource. So we put together as a page on our website, uh, agencymanagementinstitute.com slash COVID. And uh, what we're doing is, it's, and it's organized by week. So I'm, I'm putting all the stuff we're creating, but I'm also curating what other people are mm -hmm. sharing, specifically stuff that's agency specific. But like right now, like this week, there's some information. We're recording this in late March. There's some information on the, what will hopefully pass the CARE Act 
So also there is some generalist stuff. There's no firewall, there's no email asked for, um, I'm not gonna know that you're there or not there. Uh, we're not gonna try and sell you anything. I just want agency owners to have vetted resources that help them survive the storm. And like I said at the beginning, get the ship through the storm and to calm waters again. Right. Well, again, that's incredibly generous. I'm definitely going to put a link to that in the show notes. And Drew, I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to come and talk with me today and, you know, really convey a lot of this uh, advice to other agency leaders. I know there are a lot of people really hungry for this content. So thank you. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. This episode has been brought to you by Workamajig, the number one creative agency management software. Show notes at thrive.workamajig.com. Find out how your creative agency can become more productive and more profitable. Schedule your demo at thrive.workamajig.com.